Well, I, I am a little confused. Oh my God, you just open it. Okay, here we go. And the Emmy goes to Cheryl Lee Ralph. species but I sing no victim song I am a woman I am an artist and I know To anyone who has ever, ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true, I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever, ever give up on you because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner, if you get a husband like mine in your corner, if you get children like mine in your corner, and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me, cheered for me, loved me, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sometimes your dreams have to be bigger than you in order to fully actualize them. More importantly, you have to be crazy enough or a believer enough to keep trying to see what you can fully actualize. New episode today. Are you ready? Let's go.
podcast midweek the midweek muscle podcast starts now hey good people this is jay-z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle good morning good afternoon or good evening or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast number one thank you for joining us and thank you for being here and number two there's always space for you and a friend So if you don't mind, share today's episode or last week's or the week before or the week before to see if it could be a good word for the people that you love and care about. Maybe it can uh, be a little bit of a blessing to them. It could be the gift they never asked for. (laughs) But awesome. Before we get started in today's episode and why I shared that clip with you, let's get started for some For the Culture trivia. Hey, listen, are you ready? Because here lately I've been coming out of the box, ready to get your brains fluid and going. So that way you can track along with me. So are you ready? Five questions. Getting ready to get this clock going. Let's go. On a timeline, the most recent events is located to either the right or to the left of the timeline. JFK Airport is short for what U.S. president? The statue, this statue was a gift from the people of France to the United States and is recognized as a universal symbol of freedom and democracy. Finish this riddle. When I was two, I was half my sibling's age. Now I am 40. How old is my sibling? I had to clear the cache on my computer to free up some memory and make it a search the internet faster. Spell the word cache. Oh, that was right in the nick of time, good people. I don't know what happened to my longer timeline countdown clock. It like kind of went away. I saved it on YouTube and then all of a sudden it's like gone. But anyways, 30 five seconds. And obviously my reading skills have a lot to do with that. So very quickly, how'd you do? Okay, let's go over the answers. On a timeline, the most recent events is located to the right or to the left of the timeline. The most recent events are located on the right side of that timeline. Great. You're tracking with me. JFK Airport is short for what U.S. president? If you listed John F. Kennedy, you would be correct. JFK. This statue was a gift of friendship from the people of France to the United States and is recognized as a universal symbol of freedom and democracy. If you answered the Statue of Liberty, you'd be correct. Finish this riddle. When I was two, I was half my, I was half my sibling's age. Now I'm 40. How old is my sibling? If you answered 42, you'd be correct. I know you're like, wait, what? Okay, just go back and think about it. Okay, just go back and think about it. Uh, And then last, I had to clear the cache on my computer to free up some memory and make it search the internet faster. Spell the word cache. If you spelled C-A-C-H-E, you would be correct. I am so grateful that y'all are tracking with me so early in the morning. Because I tell you what, part of getting those brain synapses firing off very quickly by doing some quick trivia or critical thinking skills gets you fired up and ready to go. So I'm grateful that y'all like to entertain the trivia. So anyway, first and foremost, good people, welcome. Happy Wednesday, middle of the week, ready to boost through. Um, This podcast was created to give peaceful yet positive perspective to help you get over the barriers or the obstacles that can have a tendency to stand in your way, hold you back, and even maybe hold you up. So first and foremost, the snip 
coming into this episode was from the Emmys on Monday night. The person singing and giving her acceptance speech was Cheryl Lee Ralph. Y'all, she's been acting since the age of, or since the uh, 1977. It's when she began in the, the acting scene. She is 65 currently. And she has been every role from the support to the support, to the supporting actress, to the main actress, to the big mama, and so many films that I even know her to be from. And never has she ever won an Emmy until Monday night. Her last nomination for any, and I mean any award that I can identify on record was over 20 years ago. That was back in 2002 for the NAACP Image Awards. So again, big award ceremony, but over 20 years ago. And again, she's 65. So, I mean, I bring up this track record to say that many times good people, when we feel like we're on the right track, but nothing is like producing, uh, we still have to lean in on our ownness to do our very best. We and, and do our very best that we can with what we have available to us at that time. Like we're not going to have all the resources. We're not going to have all the answers. We're not going to have all the things. We're not going to have the best of everything. But if we do our best with what we have, with when we have it, it can be life-changing. And so again, it can still produce rich fruit even when you thought it wouldn't do anything at all. And so I bring up her example because her, she said, this is what believing looks like. And I mean, if you could have seen her face when she, when her name was read out loud, she was shocked. I mean, when her name was called, she was like stunned. Um, And I know that somewhere in the back of her mind, she had to have a little glimmer of hope that she could win I'm sure she knew she was nominated. So, you know, anytime you're nominated, you're first in that initial shock, like, no, no way. Okay, we'll go to the ceremony, but uh, I'm not expecting to win. You know, that sort of thing. Um, So, of course, she would show up not only for herself, but to support her fellows, right? Um, And I'm sure that she thought about winning, but cast it off, you know, to like, hey, at least I'm nominated, even if I walk away with nothing. So I cannot wait to hear her revelations about her winning on Monday night. Um, But I will tell you, seeing her win was inspirational. So I hope you have a chance to at least check out like her, her little clip. But amongst many others, there was, um, there was a writer also on the Emmys who accepted an award and he ended up speaking to the writers and it's almost like he was, it was like an inner monologue, like he was talking to himself uh, and he had shared something and I'm totally paraphrasing Uh, But he shared something along the lines of like, at any given time, any writer who felt like their writing wasn't good enough or felt like it just didn't have that X factor enough to keep writing. And that feeling is only there because you care enough to make it better and to not give up on that feeling or those thoughts of your good writing. And I thought that was very hopeful because there's so many times where you will produce something or create something and think it's just not good enough and that 
just not good enough feeling will have you stop producing. And so for him to say it in the way that he said, again, I'm not doing it any justice here. I wish I could have found the clip, but I couldn't even remember the guy's name or what he won for. So I couldn't. Um, but it was very good to hear him say that because it was like he was speaking to his inner self, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, and again, it's from someone who has one speaking to someone who still has dreams. And so again, you know, thinking about the Emmys and thinking about where we are this week today, you know, here's Lizzo, right? Y'all, you got to listen to her. Lizzo's watch out for the big girls. First of all, I'm very emotional. <laughs> and the, the trophy is nice, but my emotion is for these people who are on this stage with me. The stories that they shared, they're not that unique. They just don't get the platform. Telling stories. Let's just tell more stories. Um, when I was a little girl, all I wanted to see was me in the media. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. <laughs> if I could go back and tell little Lizzo something, I'd be like, you gonna see that person, but bitch is gonna have to be you. <laughs> um, where are my big girls? Are they here? Come, come. One year ago, one year ago, these women were filming this television show that would change their lives forever. They are Emmy Award winning superstars who are going on a world tour. Make some noise for my big girls. I love you guys so much. Daddy, I love you. Oh my God. This is for the big girls. L-I-Z-Z-O-P-I-G-G-G-R-L-S. We the best. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> she got me so hyped. I mean, okay. I will waste all of my time that I have with you today giving Emmy recaps. And I didn't even watch it fully or thoroughly like that, but instead we've got business to get to. And I, and I really hope to give you this little nugget or this idea for the week. And uh, so here we go. Capital, good people, is always a problem. Capital is always a flipping problem. It's always a problem because we either don't have enough or we don't know what to do with. Now, before you jump off the deep, I always know what to do with my capital. All right, hold your horses because you don't know where I'm going yet. Okay, maybe you do and I'm happy. Okay, but hold on, right? Uh, some people feel like they know what to do with all of their capital. But after you hear like how I speak on the dimensions of capital, you may have a different thought here. So business owners, head of households, single parents, um, uh, uh, nonprofit uh, executive directors, uh, startups, 
or high level managers, middle managers, anyone in between. If you have ever had the fleeting thought of, I don't even know how I'm going to do this, or I don't even know how I'm going to afford all of this. Do not be ashamed. I say that for a couple of reasons, but do not be ashamed. Do not worry. Do not be ashamed. But I will say like many of these nominees or these Emmy winners, believe. Do not be ashamed, but I am asking you to believe. This is one of the hardest because your problems around capital are real. Yet the belief is very imaginative, right? If you could think about it like Jay-Z, my my capital problems are real problems. For instance, if this bill is hitting my bank account on the 15th and it's the 5th and ain't no extra money hitting my account yet, you better believe that believe it ain't going to fix this problem, baby, right? However, I'm, I'm still going to push back and say, wrong. You still have to believe. And all you need is a little bit. You just still have to believe, right? The, 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 I, I think you're right when you say problems around capital are real. When I'm believing, I'm just thinking it up in my mind. And so if that's the case, you're right. The only trade-off, though, is how we have to think about capital because it exists in multiple realms. Y'all, good people, I have seen someone's bank account go from zero to the thousands because they prayed on something and something finally came through. That's one aspect of capital that's spiritual. And, and, And don't get me wrong, if you're not spiritual or you're just not in that space where you believe to that depth of to that degree, then fine, think about it in this way. Then fine, think about it in this way. Capital is not just money, it's people. It's mental, it's physical, like I said, it's spiritual and financial. The problem though, is if we only make it, if we only make capital about being just money, we miss the other areas of capital that can exist, that do exist and can provide a bountiful solution to a financial capital problem right? Meaning the money that's missing from that bank account where that bill is due, right? So for all of the business owners and head of households and single parents and, and, and people running their homes uh, that I've helped over the years, including myself, I always share that there are two ways I personally have competed with capital problems. Number one, you have to double down on telling the story. And number two, for every capital shortfall, there is always a free resource. Let me tell you what I'm talking about here. So the first one, you have to double down on telling the story. Whose story am I telling? Your story, your story, your reasons, why it matters. If it's your business, the story behind the business, why it started, why it matters. And most importantly, outside of just telling the story, you have to tell the plan. So it's not just enough to say like, oh, I just don't have enough money. It's like, this is what I would use with that money. This is how I plan to make this work so I no longer have to keep asking you for it. Just in case you were wondering, yes, this does mean that by telling your story means going to others to ask for the support you need. Yes, it means that. Now, I understand it can feel embarrassing. 
But if you allow the emotion of embarrassment to steer you away from asking, you are allowing embarrassment to be in the driver's seat and to have control and guide you further away from utilizing the capital that actually is available to you. So think about it, right? The people you love and care about the most, think of them. If they were going through something, and I mean like something real bad, and they needed a little help and maybe a little bit of money. And I say a little bit, but what if it's like a hundred bucks? It's a lot of money to come up all out of your pocket for, but in the grand scheme of things, you may sit back and think like, is that all a hundred dollars? What would you want them to do? Wait, okay. Say that again. What would you want them to do? If they needed a little bit of help, let's say they needed like a hundred dollars because they had a little bit of a situation going on. They need a little bit of help. What would you want them to do? Oh, ask you about it? Hmm. Well, what if you didn't have the hundred dollars and you were unable to help them in that way? What would you do? Oh, okay. So you'd give them a solution. Is that what you're saying? Okay. So then, good people, as you're saying that out loud, out loud, do you think that others don't feel the same about you? Oh, but your problems are bigger than that $100? Okay. Do you still think that they don't feel the same about you? Good people, telling your story is less about putting your personal business on blast or why you even got there. But rather, the story part is to add humanity and a little bit of humility to the duties within your work or why you work or, or what you were planning to do. The people who love and care about you want to be a part of your story in a way that says, I was there and you remember when? Right? That makes others feel proud that they were able to be there for you and not in a a hubris type of way, right? Uh, We don't have time for this today, but you know, if this were a person, if this person, if there's a person in your life that would actually want to do something for you so they can hang it over your head or they, they are somebody special in your life, but every time you ask them to do something, they're constantly bringing it up. We may have to reconsider that person's role and function in your life, but you know, that's a different day, different conversation. So again, we're taking the hubris out of it. We're taking the person out of it that would rather hold this over your head. People in your life want to help you in a way that says we were there, we did it, right? However, with brands or businesses, whether you're trying to start something up or you're trying to keep something going, one way to know if your business will take off is if you find others who are really willing to pay for it and are curious about the what and why you are asking for the financial capital. Because within that, you are seeing the relationship capital grow stronger. They want in and they want to support you while you continue the mission. Those are the people that you need in your life to help you with capital problems. So if you are lacking capital, you must ask for what you need by telling the story. That's point number one. Point number two, for every capital shortfall, guess what there is? There's a free resource. Sadly, this is not just a free resource that you can just up and use at your disposal like a, uh, uh, 
what are those things? An ever-growing money tree where you could just walk up to the tree, just grab money off of it and just have unlimited resources that way. It's not that kind of a deal. Um, You actually have to do some research to find it. Like this is a free resource that's available because it's out there, but not because it's just being given, right? This could mean everything from a financial grant to support your business or support your, your money financial shortfall in your household. It's free money. It's not a loan. Or maybe it is a loan that will be forgiven, just depending on your financial situation, to finding a group that shares your interests. Remember a few episodes back, we talked about, you know, sometimes you have to switch up a daily routine by getting into group with individuals that are like-minded or have like goals. Um, finding a group that shares your interests, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snap, they've made it incredibly easy for you to find, interact, and engage with these types of groups, even if you know no one in your immediate community. Although nine times out of 10, there are people in your community that have a similar interest. This could also mean being intentional about your pathways to heal from whatever has happened to you in the past to support moving and making decisions in a healthy way for your future. These are all dimensions of capital, good people. One thing you have to remember is that capital gains always fluctuates. And you have to be in a space to know that when one dimension of capital is ailing, there are always other dimensions of capital to support it which means I have to utilize them in order to see the benefit or to get that ailing dimension of capital into a healthier space. So number one, telling your story. And number two, finding free resources can help you when you are struggling with capital in any one of those dimensions. Again, financial, social, mental, spiritual, emotional, or physical. And and again, good people, I tell you this, there's nothing like being able to lean in and just give up one of your problems so you can be in a space to receive a solution because that solution is free. It takes the weight off of you. And my goodness, does it allow you to think and be in that creative space where you can move a little more freely? And I think sometimes we all desire a little more of that. Hey, good people, that's all I have for us this week. I hope it was helpful. I hope you feel a little inspired having listened to Lizzo or Cheryl Lee Ralph or even um, the writer or even some of uh, my ideas for this week around capital. Do you know of a friend that could use a word or two? Please send them our way or just send this episode to them and ask them to leave feedback. You know, one of the biggest things around what I do here is by uh, bringing perspective to you to help you through whatever it is that you're going through. And one of the ways in which you can increase the mission of me doing so is by leaving a review. Drop a few stars down there for me, leave a written content. I'm always so grateful for those who have. And of course, sharing it. That's the best medicine for anything that I can do over this way. I love you guys. I thank you guys. I am so proud that you found your way here. And if you've listened up to this far, you've reached the end of the episode. So, hey, as always, I love when we get to spend time together. And most importantly, I I, I love every opportunity we get to do so. Hey, this time next week, am I going to see you there? I hope so. 
because I can't wait until then. Let's make it a great week. Let's look at some of the areas of capital that we can afford to use a little bit better to help out in some of the areas where we're like, I'm feeling a pain point. And until next week, I thank you. And as always, let's go. I'm sure it's essential.